bones are amazing things. They hold us up. They support us. They make us strong. But bones have other uses. In the past, bones were thrown by diviners, seeking out the mysteries of the future. Now the bones are cubes, made of plastic or resin. But they still reveal things to us. As they fall from our fingers and rattle across the table, the story becomes clear. Welcome to Bone Thrower's Theater, an RPG actual play podcast. Welcome back to Bone Thrower's Theater. This is Jeff, and I'm playing Jer Land. This is Jeremy. I am playing Julian Illis. This is Aaron, and I'm playing Sam. I found a body. Palouge. <laughs> this is Johnny playing Time North. And this is Jordan, and I'm hiccuping. Yep. It's my new character name. Uh, no, I'm actually the GM. Actually. Actually. So, previously on Bone Thrower's Theater, someone found a body. Body is mysterious. Yeah, it's got all of us confused. And then also, you you learned about how desperate this situation actually is. And that the healing hands are hanging on by a thread, and the fire drakes are thriving. Healing hands barely exist. And they, they have nothing but excuses for why they barely exist. Yeah. I have no money. All of my elder statesman leadership left because they wanted to go be firefighters. I was being hunted down for a hundred years. So were they. Which is why I'm surprised they're even a thing anymore. To be honest, they're pretty surprised too. <laughs> <laughs> so Sam is the only one not with you all. But he's close by. Yeah. So Julian can probably say, all right, we need to find Sam. Follow me. He's going to follow the trail again. Okay. This is going to be weird because you're just going to be like, I'm straight as an arrow. And we're going to be like, uh, actually, probably not. Because Sam was walked into, into the hotel. Into the hotel, out of the hotel, and was pacing. Yeah. So I, I can just imagine it now. You guys follow the trail to the hotel. You go in. Stand well, in the line. No, Julie wouldn't be that. I'm like, just, but I'm imagining it like a Mr. Bean sketch. Yeah, yeah. Julie <laughs> wouldn't be that that obvious that he was following something. He would see it go in, and he'd see all this walking and backing and forth. Ooh, what happens to the trail when uh-huh. the turn to shadow happens? Does it just end? Mm-hmm. It just ends. In the middle of the alley, yes. But he had walked by there before, so I couldn't. Can I, can I really tell, tell where it is? Magic is tough sometimes. Would that be a perception investigation? That sounds good, like a, a, an investigation role. Yeah, okay. Have you read the uh, card Pathfinder series? No. Oh my! What the? Yahtzee! Oh my gosh, Whoa. I rolled five dice and got five sixes. I don't think I've ever seen that before. <laughs> so that's a 30. Two. Thirty-two. Three. <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 you're going to have terrible rolls the rest of the night. You just wasted all of your luck. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Yahtzee, indeed. That's incredible. <clears throat> so it looks like one of the windows has actually been opened from the outside. You mean wouldn't, gone through. It wouldn't need to be opened, would it? He, no. he shaded through it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's going to be a crack. I kind of scan in front of the... The hotel, and I walk straight up to the window and turn around. It's like he did his thing through this window. What? (laughs) 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 So, windows, what are they like? They have blinds, um, but the windows can actually be opened. They're not like. Oh, so the the blinds are down. Yes. The blinds are shut. So you can't really see inside. You can't really see inside. I wouldn't imagine that she, uh, that Sam would want to have anybody see. Well, true. Are you sure he's in there? I'm sure he went in there. I'm just going to tap on the window. <laughs> Roll for shade. Oh, oh yeah, good, good plan. He got it again. So, shade goes, I think we can have fun with this. Pick up the body. <laughs> Weekend at Bernie's. A- <laughs> <laughs> <And> so, 
Sam picks up the corpse. She goes, open the window. Open the window. And so we go over to the window and I pull aside the blinds. And so me and the corpse are standing there. Please oh, you see Julian. Still... Yeah, oh. you, see, you see Julian. You see all of us. I wave with the, with the corpse and then I put the corpse down and open the window. Come in here, come in here, quick. Should we be surprised? <laughs> hey, Julian says this. <laughs> like, audibly. It's like, should we be surprised that he has a dead body? Katari is with us, right? Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Depends on what, why there's a dead body on whether or not we should be surprised. I'm actually going to confirm if it's dead or not. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh so are you guys in, are you climbing through the window? Um, I'm going to climb through the window. How crowded are these streets? Not very. Okay, so it's, we can climb through pretty much without anybody. <laughs> hey, they're climbing through the window! While Jer is investigating the corpse, I... Hold on, Eddie. It's your brother! Um, what? It's your brother! Look at the last name! Ilix. That, that's not my brother. I don't have a brother named Fillion. Middle name Nathan. This is a strange coincidence. It must be. I don't have any family here. Well, I, I don't I, have any family anywhere. I was just getting ready to search the rest of the place, see uh, any any signs of how he died. Oh, so you didn't kill him. I've just found him like this. It's the first. I rolled a 20 for uh, heal others. He's checking to see I'm, if the body is dead. checking to see if the body is dead <laughs> and trying to help if it's not dead. <laughs> Go ahead and describe for me the uh, like the, the things that you do to like perform your magical spell. Well, like, check his pulse for about a minute. Okay. Because it's a, a zero range touch spell. Okay. Uh, with a one minute cast time. So you're constantly so, t- touching and the body I, while you're well, checking I, And I pull out my water that I carry on me and sort of like pour it over him a little bit. We can also see heat right now. Proxy? Oh, good call. Yes. So, as you're performing your spell, mm-hmm. the water that you placed—I'm assuming that you like maybe put some like on its forehead, on its on the face, you're just like sort of dribbling it wherever. Right. It's absorbed into the skin. It must travel through the body or something, because it coalesces into like a large globule in its mouth, in the mouth of the body, and then floats up out and the water has turned this completely nasty hideous shade of like green oh it was pulling out the uh, the poison yeah. you can start to feel the rest of the water like rushing into the the heart it starts swirling around the heart pushing and pulling yeah, like to get the heart yeah expanding regularly and also, like, the fluids around the lungs and everything, mm-hmm. like, start to pull the diaphragm down. You're basically doing magically aided CPR. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and make me a medicine roll. Okay. Nice. Pretty good. 19. Okay. Not bad. You can start feeling something else working with you on the medicine, and it feels like he's starting to warm up. Like body heat warm up or like boil warm up? Yes, yes. <laughs> what kind of? Back to my question. Yeah. What kind well, of? What does the since elemental I can look like? Still see infrared. What, is it like regular body heat or is it like external heat source warming him? You can see, in addition to your two hands working on him, it looks like two hands that are just glowing in the infrared. Reaching into his body. Oh, well, that's creepy. The duration is for an hour, so yeah. it'll it'll keep doing its thing for yeah. an hour. But what what does the elemental look like? Well, so far from what you're describing, it seems like it would be a fire elemental. I think you might be right. Okay, recognizing that Julian, as he and Sam are having their he's not my brother kind of banter back and forth. See him like jerk down and look at the body. He quickly pulls out his pistol, points it, and looks right at Katari and says, Fire Elemental. Is that one of yours? While he's being healed. Yes. Yeah. She's been in the bathroom. 
And she's what? like, yes, yes, he's one of ours. Leave him alone. I'm so confused right now. <laughs> why she was in the bathroom? Yes, why she just immediately go into the bathroom? Because she didn't say anything before this. Did she throw up? Nope. Was she pooping? <laughs> <laughs> nope. She's looking for something. If you go over to the bathroom, you will see that she has actually taken the, the lid off the tank. She's just sitting on the floor with her head on her knees, just looking kind of defeated. They took it. Jules slowly puts his pistol back away. What did they take? He's our courier to, to Tam. Like, he's the one who brings her orders to us. And without the message from her, I don't know how to proceed. Sam, did you see anything else on here? Not yet, but I haven't had time to search. Came in and I used the phone. Well, I found the body. I used the phone. And then you guys were knocking on the window. All right, yeah, so Julian's going to do some more investigating. Okay. Group searching. Come on, on all sixes. Come on, at least one. Ah! It was almost all ones. I had double exploding. Nice. Gosh, man. From a 41 to an 11. <laughs> 11. 11. 11. 11. 23. 15. Okay. Johnny found the most. Johnny, what did you find? <laughs> I found what was missing. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> you find a teacup. Flamethrower. Tea Is found the poison. Is the teacup empty? Where did I find the teacup? You found the teacup under the bed. Under the bed. It was mostly empty. There was a little bit of residue at the bottom of it. Bag in the jacket. If you flip over the bottom, you will recognize the symbol of the fire drakes on the bottom of the teacup. They're making fine china now. They're getting bold. This is definitely a message. Did we only find one cup? Yes. Hmm. Did we find anything from which this cup would have been poured? Like a bottle of... Uh, like a, a kettle or a... Yeah, tea kettle, tea leaves, tea bags. Yes. A tea bag was in the kettle. So, sorry, where did this guy come from? Tam is currently in prison at Winterhold. Outside of the dome. And would we know where Winterhold is? No. Okay. It's known only in that the worst political prisoners are taken there. Uh, the worst thought criminals are taken there. If they don't kill themselves. And this guy has access to Winterhold? Yes, he does. So who is Fillion that he has access to Winterhold? That's what was my question, was where did this guy come from? So Fillion is a member of the Zeppelin Corps who does supply runs to Winterhold. Okay. He's able to smuggle messages to and from. I know where it is. You know where Winterhold is? Out of all of us, he would be the most likely. Well, did you help build it? <laughs> I did not build it, no, but, but I do know where it is. It is probably one of the coldest places on the planet. Uh, I know, Green Haven. Because they like to build cities in hard-to-reach places. And name them ridiculous things, like Green, which it's not. It and used to be until someone broke the dome. Not my fault. Yeah, I know who, whose fault it was. You guys think what I'm thinking? Prison break. You sure we want to... Nope, we're not sure at all. <laughs> it'll, it'll be great. Either it works, or we go down in a blaze of glory. Uh, more likely, we freeze. I've spent 200 years avoiding the blaze of glory. I'm not going to start it now. I mean, what are we What are we going there for? For Tam. Just to get orders of what to do, when it's obvious what we should do is get rid of these fire drinks that are in mass quantities here in the city. I mean, what, what is this Tam going to tell us to do that will be so revolutionary that we wouldn't have thought it up, of it already? What have we thought of to do? Get rid of these fire drinks. I think it's not the end that we want Tam for. I think it's the means. Tam is in prison. And if the means were there, don't you think the Healing Hands would have had more than they have now? I think that we should go back and take a look at past orders see what direction Tam was leading them, what Tam's end goal was for healing hands. I guess that's a good question. What, what was Tam's goal? Prison break is on hold for now. Is Tam a proxy? Yes. Hmm. 
May I point out, though, so was Redneck's near. <laughs> Somebody here doesn't like proxies. And it's me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, we have no idea who this Tam is. Why risk our lives out in the cold? I'm when... not going out there. You said you knew where the Fire Grapes headquarters is, right? Yes. Well, I know how they enter into some secret place. Whether that's their headquarters or not, I don't know. I didn't do that much investigating. I say we uh, give an uh, anonymous tip to the military. Nothing's anonymous. Let them risk their lives. Does anybody remember the last time a fire elemental and the military did not go well? (laughs) I think we were all there for that. Let me put it this way. I don't want to go anywhere near them. There are a hundred of them in the city. You're that probably know of. It's a big city. You're still probably no no more than a couple miles from one at any given point. Just like spiders. I'm all for just taking out some fire drakes. You do that. You said you know where they're located, says Katari. Like I said, I know, military on them. I know the where they a secret entrance into wherever they were going is. I think it sounds like People fun. Aren't well you're a psycho. Uh, and if we go there quickly, I can tell you if they're in there in droves or it's just a passageway to something else. So you want to go right now? Sure. Why not? In the middle of the day. I mean, it wouldn't be the middle of the day by the time we got there. It's a public park. Okay. Because the guy is still dead or is he alive? No. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> the spell's been kind of working on him all yeah. in the background. Well, now the hospital can take care of him. He's only mortally wounded at this point. Oh, so he was actually dead? He was he was close enough to being dead. Though. Wow. So, yeah, Julian's like, I'm up for going. I'm not. Hang a room service card on his door so that they come and find him and call the, call the uh, medical. Uh, yeah, medical response. Uh, can we... Last time someone from the hands ended up in the hospital, did that go well? And can we at least wipe our... Fingerprints before we bring yes. the police in here. I didn't touch anything. Well, I touched the phone. I touched the body. I touched. <laughs> you use the body as a puppet. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I think. I think I should probably uh, clean up after myself. Okay, go ahead and make me a clean up after my. <laughs> <laughs> Would that Would be? That be... <laughs> I mean, I was thinking of it as a knowledge role, like uh, maybe a. Uh, like a security role, or... Alright. <laughs> <laughs> a single die. Oh! oh, oh. oh. Uh, Eight. Eight. <laughs> so you think that you get everything. Okay. That's good enough. He's alive, it's not like it's a murder scene. Well, and this is also a hotel, so anyone could have been here. Yeah. No, instead I wiped out a whole bunch of fingerprints and now the only prints that are left are mine. <laughs> <laughs> Here, let me hold it with my bare hand and wipe everything off. So are we going back out through the window or are we going to go through the door? Window. We'd probably be less likely noticed out the window. window. As oddly as that sounds. <laughs> <laughs> where, did you, where did this whole caravan of people who are not checked into the hotel come from? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. So, yep, hang in the room service sign on the door. Okay. Out the window. And we're heading over to... It's more in the middle of the outer okay, northwest quadrant. Yeah. On the way out, so everybody else left first, I close the window and then I... Slurp your way out? Yeah. You can go ahead and roll for it. It's always fun. <laughs> and that's why you made your roll. <laughs> 16. Just perfect. 18, because I get plus 2. Okay. <laughs> I'm never asking that question again. <laughs> Just say you keep doing things until the GM stops you to tell you to roll. Yeah. So we, we go to the hideout, we bust in, we kill all the fire drinks, and then... We win. <laughs> I think we need to roll some <laughs> Let's start off with the first part of that statement. You go to the fire drinks. Well, we go to the park. You go to the park. Johnny, even or I? Uh... Even. As you are walking, there are more people out and about. Restrictions have been lifted. lifted a bit. 
So there are more people you were able to walk around less circumspectly than you were before, less skulkily, we'll say. But you do have to go through checkpoints. And at one of these checkpoints, they have canine police. That's odd. How does Sam feel about doggies? Sam likes animals. Not like, yeah. I'm going to take he this. He gave that little girl a cute little kitty cat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or right before murking your mom. And throwing her off a balcony. But Sam st- still likes animals. <laughs> Not like I'm going to take them home. Because they have, their own you know, like, stray animals Sam will find. But Sam will stop and pet the dogs if they'll let. Yeah, they, they're not really into petting. Okay. But they do sniff you quite willingly. Okay. And they, sni- they sniff all of you. And they sniff Julian. And they start barking. Uh, sir, we're going to need you to empty your pockets. Okay. The dogs still keep on barking. Sir, we're going to need you to take off your jacket. So, jacket. All right. And they start patting it through. Where do you have the drugs hidden? At the squat house where Katari okay. was. And not on him. He definitely shows his card. An investigator, which is the last to carry a weapon. Mm-hmm. So. Now these dogs are, are substance sniffers. They seem to have an interest in you, sir. Well, as an investigator, I'm around a lot of nefarious people. I mean, maybe I've picked up a scent from somebody I've been questioning. Go ahead and make a deception roll. That is not a lie. No. That is truth. Yeah, but truth can be deceiving. Persuasion? I mean, there's that's the yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. closest that there is. Oh, Aww. I got a three. Sir, these these substances, they don't normally... Have you, like, sat down... Did you sit down in any, like, anything with, like, a, a powdery residue or, like, maybe a puddle of liquid of some kind or something like that? Not that I am aware of, although I have followed some of these characters into abandoned buildings mm-hmm. to question them. Mm-hmm. So, who knows what's in there? Okay. Would you mind showing us to some of these buildings? Uh, right now? Yes. Because that could take a while. Well, I mean, it could be there's, in the abandoned building. Yeah, inside. There's, there's actually multiple abandoned buildings that Julian has been in recently, so... Well, we can go ahead and speed it up by taking a, a, a vehicle, but it would only be you. Your friends, you would have, we would have to leave your friends behind. Are you rolling for shade? Yes. That's a big time to roll for shade. No! Hey. got it again! My goodness, today's your day for shade. Three times in a row. Are any of these police or guards uh, Rockies? No. Okay. Uh, one is a, is a mon- mundane. Well, I don't think you'll be able to tell yeah, that. A common. Uh, and then one is a... Um, I don't think you'll yeah. be able to tell that. Just that they're not proxies. So what is, what, what is Shade prompting? Shade is trying to get Sam to try to get their attention on someone else. Okay. By framing someone else somehow, but with nothing to frame. Oh. One of my spells is Helping Hand, which is like an invisible hand that will do things. Okay. Oh, gosh. <laughs> um, there's a lot of things I want to do, and I just don't know which one I should do. Um, going to start, like, smacking the dogs on the side, kind of like a... To distract them? Yeah. Okay. What's the target number? 18. 26. All right, so you are successful in, in to, to start smacking the puppies. Okay. That sounds so weird. <laughs> and the longer we sit here arguing with them, the happier time is. He doesn't <laughs> want to go near them. So he's, not he's pretty much just saying, fire. look, this is my investigation. This is where it takes me. These are kind of places. Yeah. Right now we're sort of on a time-sensitive thing. Oh, really? Where are you going? Time-sensitive meaning an important investigation. My investigations seem to have to do with this explosion. Really? Really, I'm sure the, the quicker the, the things can get wrapped up with this investigation, the better. And so, the dogs start getting riled up while you're talking. Yeah, so a show and tell of being a tour guide for all the abandoned buildings that have not been imploded yet. 
It's probably a waste of my time, yours, and the council's. Ooh, he brought the council in. So go ahead and describe what's happening with the dog over there, Sam. Uh, I've actually moved on from hitting the dog, and I'm now throwing rocks from the other side of the street at the uh, police officers and the dogs. Oh my gosh. There we go. Oh, there we go. <laughs> that was another one. Okay, I could, I could live with that. That's a lot. 38. All right, so they they become distracted because they think that some, some urchin dissident decided to start causing trouble. And so they have to go put a stop to these egregious crimes against the state. It seems that you're off the hook. I collect my thing. And we have our own. All right, we're going to go ahead and take a quick break. At nerdstalking.com, we have explosions. We've got beautiful women, tropical locales, fast cars, money giveaways. Do you want a new TV? Just listen and you'll get a free TV. You want a DeLorean? You listen twice, we'll give you a DeLorean. Uh, Chad, we can't afford any of that. What do you mean? It's too expensive. Well, what are we supposed to do then? We just talk. Nerdstalking.com. Subscribe now. Or else. All right, and we are back. So you all, you're making your way back to the park. You're able to make it through the other checkpoints without too much difficulty. And so you get to the park. Julian's actually going to go and sit on a bench. Okay. Just kind of act like he's just sitting there relaxing, looking around, but he's taking note of how many elementals are in the area, if there's a concentration of them, since he's assuming this secret passage leads to an underground passageway. Can you tell that there are any elementals below ground? It seems like a normal concentration above ground. Okay. And the earth is actually dampening. Okay. But I'm assuming you can see the statue from where you are. Yes. Is everybody gathered around or you guys kind of... <laughs> you're trying to be all casual and we'll all hover it around you like, come on, come on. <laughs> I imagine you're sitting on the on the bench, just like looking around with your arms crossed and all of them are standing behind you like in a half circle, just kind of looking at you. It's my bodyguards. <laughs> I would have sat down next to him. These old boons. I would have seen the statue that you're staring at. I, I actually wasn't, the other way. I actually wasn't staring at it. Well, it's, I I it's just the one look, big statue in the middle of the park. There's a few. Yeah. You don't know which one. In our closest proximity? Yes, this is the closest. I'm going to walk the other direction from the statue. Sam's kind of... I've been walking the little paths around the park, keeping an, eye, keeping an eye out for suspicious behavior other than ours. So Jerry's sitting on the bench next to him. Yes. Takes his lighter out, and turns like, you know, the drill gun out. Puts his fingers in the flame. And willpower. And he needs... Yes, eight. Nope. Five? I got a five. I'm going to spend a character <laughs> point. Okay. And I got a nine. Yay! Your fingers aren't burned for no reason. Since I'm sitting close to the statue, I can sense any fire elementals within 100 meters. There seems to be one over by sand. That's the only one. Above ground, yes. What about below ground? There might be three or four. Thousand. And their general state of mind. You seem excited. Like, increased brain activity. So there's a bunch of kids and stuff in the park? Correct. Like Julian's going to reach out and try and speak to one of the ones by the Okay. Eight. To see if I recognize any of the children. Specifically, I'm looking for Abel. Abel does seem to be following Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Did Sam notice this? I don't think so. Okay. Did Shade notice this? Go ahead and roll for Shade. Hey, yeah, I'm having a hot night tonight. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say yes. Shade did notice. Okay. But didn't say anything. He thought it'd be funny. As usual, Shade's still curious about Abel and wants to... Educate. Yeah. Educating Abel is a learning experience for Shade. So you see Abel walking behind Sam, trying. Yeah, how to tell Sam without Abel seeing me. How do you want to try and accomplish that? Let me think about it. 
Let him talk to his uh okay thing like So what Julian's gonna try and do, he can try and push a state of mind onto an elemental. He's going to try and push a sense of paranoia and betrayal onto the fire elemental. Okay. So he speaks to it and he sort of starts off in a like hushed whispered tone. He says Know they're gonna kill you when you're they're done with you. They're gonna freeze me. Not freeze you. Wipe you out of existence. They can't do that. Can't they? Can't they? They can. What? They've done it. How? They've done it many times before. You should strike first before they realize that you know. No. They promised me. Promise a lot of things. They've kept their promise before. As a means to the end, when you served your purpose, you are no more than energy that will get dispersed and they take your power. I was promised the core. Everybody's promised the core, but no one actually achieves it. The two that you're with now strike before it's too late. Yeah, he's gonna roll his 7d plus one in persuasion. I'm gonna use a fate point okay. and double it. 14D plus 2. <laughs> to persuade this. Just, just in case there's any, like... <sighs> 47. In case it's opposed. To persuade this fire elemental to lash out to those that are around him. Okay. Sounds like a lot of dice. So they got a 20 to attack. Yeah, so they're dealing a lot of damage down there, and you can you can start seeing smoke coming out of bushes. Okay. At that point, Julian's going to stand up, and the only one around him is Jared, right? Uh, Katari is with you guys. Katari, yeah, okay. He's gonna he's gonna stand up like sort of abruptly and say to I guess Katari and Jared is there with because you had wandered, you two had wandered, right? Yep. Uh, he's gonna say, uh, "Now's the time we create some distance from this park." So you, Katari, and Jer start booking it. Not like just walking. Yeah, he's gonna briskly walk. Does Sam see them moving? I don't think he sees them moving immediately. Sam. Yes. Wait up! Oh, oh. I don't need them. Abel, it's good to see you. It's good to see you too. What have you been up to over the past couple of days? Resting. Yeah, we're, we're learning. Where have you been resting? Around. What have you been learning? Control. Control is always good. Focus. Focus is also good. Who have you been learning from? Others. Can you show me where the others are? No. No, no. You're, you're, you're not allowed down there. Okay. Okay. I think we have unfinished business. I don't think we do. I was going to teach you and... You didn't want to learn what I had to teach. No, you tried to kill me. I never tried to kill you. You threatened me, and I threatened back. No, you tried to kill me. And a fireball appears above Abel's hand. Ow. Ow. So he has a fireball? It's not actually a fireball. It's a magma ball. Oh, okay. And he plunges his hand into the ground. A stream of magma just opens up, like, coming straight at you. Okay, so we're a few feet apart. You're about ten feet apart. I see that and I start running. Away? Away. Away. Is there a water source nearby? Yes. Yes, there is a water fountain. A very nice decorative... There's a... Yeah, and a pond. What does apertation mean again? Uh Apertation governs magic involving movement. For example, a telekinesis spell by which a character could grab an object and move it using magic would be an apertation spell. Calling a dagger from a box at your home to your hand is apportation, as is teleporting yourself to another place. Apportation can also cause a person or creature to move from one place to another under its own power. Spells that restrict movements would, not, would also be apportation spells. Apparition is not conjuration. The object or the creature summoned is in existence at the time of the spell. The apportation spell simply calls the object or creature. You can apport... I don't know if that's the it, right It's word. under the extra normal yeah. oh, characters, standard ability. Characters or creatures may yeah. either be apported by compulsion and come under their own power, 
moved by the spell's power, or teleported. When the apportation spell uses compulsion, the skill total is compared to the target's willpower or presence. In much the same way, a persuasion attempt would be used. The target's attitude towards being apported must be assessed, and the spell works if it were persuading the target. I, I think that rolling initiative would be a very good idea. Five. Ooh, nice. Who has shade? Six. No, that was my reflex roll. Oh, okay. <laughs> you just you, pick, you you picked up the shade dice because they've been rolling so well for me. That's why I tried to use my shade dice. <laughs> I roll a three. Wow. Okay. Who got? I rolled a six. I got a fourteen. Okay, so so we have we have Julian, then we have Abel slash Katari. And he only rolled one for both. Rolled one for both. Okay. <laughs> Where does Katari land on this? She's an Earth proxy, right? She yes. is an Earth proxy. Mm-hmm. Aaron, what did you have? I had five. five. You had I six. Had six. So six would be Jer. Five would be Sam. Sam. Chime had three. Three would be Chime. So Julian. So as they're briskly walking away, Julian's obviously looking back to see what's going on and when he notices the magma and on to going with Abel, which is a surprise to him if you notice it. He's going to quickly reach into his coat. Okay. Grab a jar of dirt. I got a jar of dirt. Smash it on the ground. Okay. And grab Guitari by the arm and say... You need to stand in this. And then he's going to roll his willpower. Okay. And then at that point, you need a nine this time. And I got it. Yeah. 17. That's the sense of earth elementals. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Now here's the first question. When I am trying to reach out towards an earth elemental connected with Abel, mm-hmm. what do I sense? You sense it's, it is jealous that it is having to share. That's what I thought. Well, that's horrifying. Okay. So next is Abel and Katari. Abel is very focused on you right now. He's pretty much turned the entire path leading up to you into into this nice fiery magna. And it's uh, surrounded you, basically leaving you on a, a very small island. Okay. Uh, Katari is standing in your magic dirt. <laughs> it's just plain dirt. It's got to be magical. They're, 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 it, it must be because you're doing things for them. And she is going to go ahead and like pull up some softball-sized clumps of ground, just with sod still sticking out of it and everything like that. And um, she's going to like fling them at Abel as fast as she can. Oh yeah, she rolled one. So he actually seems to sense the earth coming at him. And he is able to just direct it right into the magma. Like he grabs it from her from her proxy's pole and just slams it into the magma. It sends up like showers of hot molten earth. <laughs> Jer, you said that the lava, the magma is completely surrounding him. Correct. I'm on an island. How close is the ring around him? Three. Three foot across. Yeah, three three feet across a circle. That's how big of what I'm standing on. So it's only three feet diameter. Yes, correct. Ooh, that's small. I'm just able to stand there. How how wide is this lake? It's about a meter and a half of, 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 around. So my problem is <laughs> I don't want to boil him alive with steam. I mean, steam. you might turn Sam into a crawdad. So that's a risk you'll have to take. Steam shape. It's delicious. I shout at Sam, can you keep the steam off of you? Um, so that's actually a question. So up until now, I have stayed within just the spells that I had pre-planned here. I don't think you have to have a pre-planned spell list. Deal. As so proxies, it, would, yes. it would probably be alteration, just altering the air around you. Yeah, I can do it. Okay. So doubling it. Pouring all the water that I can from the pond into the magma and 
trying to cool it off as fast as I can and stop Abel from continuing by knocking him over in the process. Okay. And what's your target number? Oh, oh gosh. <laughs> Seriously? What is your target number? I, I don't know. Whatever, whatever Jordan says it is. Yeah. It's not hard to dump water on there. I'm going to say it's a moderate score level of 12. 12? Okay, then I got it. Okay. I rolled a 19 with eight dice. Oh! <laughs> oh. That sounds like typical Jeff rolling. Yeah, it does. Just steam shoots everywhere. Steam everywhere. Sam, what are you going to do? Did I manage to knock over Abel? No, he's still standing. Is it steaming him at least? Yes, yes, he is being wreathed in steam. The hot, boiling water steam. are going to be seamless. That is is blowing towards me Mm -hmm. as it's... I'm actually redirecting it towards Abel. And I'm going to spend a hero point. So I have an 8D roll. Go ahead and make a shade roll. Seven. <laughs> shade says, kill him! Kill him! Kill him! That, that little bastard! <laughs> Just tried to kill us. Okay. Yeah. 10, 22, 23. Okay. It's still not very good. 8D got a 23. That's less than three per dice. Sad. That means that you rolled horribly. Yeah. So you're able to direct this team back towards him. He's going to go ahead and try and dodge out of the way. Yeah, he rolled a two on that. Right into the magma. He falls, yes, but he doesn't fall towards the magma. He'll fall backwards, land on his butt really hard. Like, and you can hear his teeth like... Ugh. Like, yeah. I kind of feel bad for the kid. That, that really bad <laughs> bone drawing fall. I, I, I hate that feeling. I don't feel bad for him at all, but I hate that feeling. We're also going to say that he's stunned for a run. So that means that he's down a die for one turn. Uh, Next is Chime. He's running. You're running away from the Earth proxy? I'm running away from the fire. Yeah, I have a crippling fear of this uh, fire stuff. Go ahead and make me a running roll. Okay, okay. I got a zero. It really is crippling. <laughs> Pluses, Javi. So you would like to be running. I would like to be running. Okay. Top of the round, Julian. Julian, persuade. Shoot him. No, persuade. Shoot Against the Shoot Earth her. Elemental that is already feeling jealous right. for having to share his meat bag. He's going to feed that jealousy and speak to it saying, you don't have to share. Push it out. Drop it a fate point on it. Gosh, I made you spend all of your hate points. Hate hate points. <laughs> For Julian, they are yeah. hate points. I'm he got like a fistful of guys. 14. Roll high Plus on two. all of them. Nope. 35, 46, 48. To okay. persuade the Earth Elemental to fight what other Elemental is in there and push it out. Now, here's the question. Since I can sense Earth Elemental, is it another Earth Elemental? We said it was just one other one. Yeah, I did, that's what I was thinking. But, can but is there is there another another Earth Elemental? Yes. Okay. Make sure you're talking to the right one. It doesn't matter which one he's talking to. It doesn't to. matter which one at this point. Yes, it does. It's going to have a mental meltdown. Yes, what happens when an elemental disbonds. So he's sitting on the ground, right? And you can tell that he's a bit dazed. And the ground around him, not the magma, but the actual dirt, starts looking like it's boiling. Like actually boiling, boiling? Or just like rolling? Like rolling. Like... Okay. Like... Okay. It looks like it's pulling him down in two different directions. So his body is starting to jerk one way and then the other and then the other, and he starts screaming. Like, stop pulling me apart! Julian, again, reiterating to that same elbow. Push it out! And he starts disappearing, like, his right arm is just all the way down in the ground. And Jair, since you are right next to Julian, you just see him 
pouring sweat. Out of nowhere, it's just like pouring sweat. Like the sweatiest you have ever seen any human being before. Okay. How old is Abel? Seven. Seven. So Abel actually dives down into the ground like like he's going to start swimming through the earth. He's going to try and get away. Seven. You can see him just go, and then he just like looks like he's doing a um, like a side turn in a swimming pool, and he just like completely submerges in the dirt. And Katari, she says, "Oh no, you don't!" And she just stomps her foot down, and a pillar of earth just moves out of the ground, and he just goes tumbling head over heels through the air and lands right in the mud of the of the pond bed that has been flooded empty. Jer, I'm actually going to pull the water around and underneath of him so that he can no longer touch the earth. Okay. Like lift him up off the, the ground so he can't get access to the, the earth. There we go. Dropping a fate point on it. Or a hate point. Yeah, it's fate for for Jay. Oh hey. my goodness. Jeff. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> I know everybody knows what that means. <laughs> he does it so often. 34. No pluses? <laughs> I mean 34 is gonna die. Yeah. Yeah. So all the it's like the free water, like the water that had been like turned into the steam just re-coalesces back into like this, this. I'm also pulling the water out of the mud. Yeah, you're pulling water out of the mud. You're also pulling the sweat off of, of uh, Julian. Ooh. Yeah. That's gotta be a weird image. Like that sweat <laughs> that's coming down, there's all of a sudden just like. Yeah, exactly. I am now holding him suspended. Yeah, well, this is just like this in the middle of the water. Of water. Yep. All right, so that was Jerry's turn. Sam? <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah. God. <laughs> Eleven. Um, Sam's going to pull her pistol and try to shoot him. Okay. Actually, no. Yeah, I think that's a better option. I'm going to use my helping hand spell and hold his head underwater. Oh. <laughs> Well, at least you didn't drop a fade point on that. <laughs> Did he need to? need to. Oh my Did gosh. Did need to. Two exploding. 35. 30, 35. So you succeeded in holding his head underwater. You tried to kill me. Don't look at me like that. We are, to, we are but... murdering a seven-year-old right now. No. Nope. You are murdering a seven-year-old. Nope. Who's next? Uh, next me. is Chime. He knows that this is where the Firebreaks hideout was. Then he saw Magma. So yeah, he's still trying to get out of the park. Okay. Go ahead and run, if you can stand up. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing zero. <laughs> that was impressive. Yeah. And so afraid of those Friar Drakes and the Fryer drinks. <laughs> yeah, yes. pretty much. All right, okay. so we're at the top. We're at the top. Julian. Around. What is Julian sensing from the earth elemental that he's connected to? He's feeling disconnected from the land, so he's panicking. He's going to roll persuade, do another persuasion. Again, I'll have another fate point to spend, so... Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it works that no, way. No, I wish it did, but his concerted effort... Even though it's not looking like that, according to the dice, with each attempt, he's just like yeah. straining right, right, even right. harder. So he's going to shout out in his mind, because all this all this talk has been like in his mind so far, but he's going to shout out to the Earth uh, Elemental, basically shout out, make him let go. But while he's, he's there physically, he like staggers forward, drops to his knees, and all you can hear is just his... <sighs> As he's okay. like just yelling at the top of his lungs. Right, right, right. Like. It's 28. 28. Okay. Yeah, you succeed. Descri- describe how uh, desponding would look. 
depends on what elemental apparently is disbonding because we saw that stealing an earth elemental resulted in pushing up bonsai disbonding a fire elemental which i'm assuming is the other elemental that's bonded resulted in just combustion which at that point would it matter which one is disbonding no no it wouldn't so i think both of them might happen <laughs> yeah yeah so he it this huge like flame bursts out and you see almost like a 15 foot tall tree just burst out of the water well it's sucking up all the water yeah to make the tree grow and so when he hits the ground there's a full tree that's already reaching its roots down through the mud the top of the tree is on fire i imagine there being like stone bark that's a cool idea the water elemental is causing the fruit on the tree to grow at an elevated pitch. Wait, so there's a water elemental bondage? And then well. and then the air causes the tree to push even higher. The roots are spreading a good five meters across, and you can see huge gaps in the root structure that wind rushes through and makes a shrieking noise. And as all this happening, you see Julian He's already dropped his knees, but his hands like fall forward, and he like he, he's gasping like he just came up for air out of water, mm-hmm. and he's sitting there gasping. <gasps> and all of a sudden, you see just blood start to drip from his nose, and he passes out. So I'm definitely going to drop down next to you and start doing some healing magics. Okay. And we're going to end the scene right there, where the pond used to be. There is now a giant tree. And that is this episode of Bone Throwers Theater. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for listening to Bone Throwers Theater. Our cast is Aaron, Jeff, Jeremy, Johnny, and Jordan. We are releasing this podcast under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 3.0, unported license. That means that you can share the podcast, but please do not modify it or try to gain financially from it. If you would like to visit our website, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater.com. If you would like to send us an email, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater at gmail.com. Our Twitter handle is at bonethrowerstheater, and also you can look us up on Facebook. And until next time, may the bones fall ever in your favor. This has been a Nerd Circle podcast production.